0: All right. Welcome to Real Raw Health with your host, Nikki Burnett of Taste Life Nutrition and Matt Rowe of Parsley Pet. During our show, we are talking about your pet's health, raw feeding, and the health our pets bring to us with love and a little human health and nutrition as well. Welcome, Nikki, to this week's show.
1: Yeah, thanks. It's good to be here as always we we're just talking about how things just seem to continue to get crazier and crazier even if we're staying home um you know we we have just so much going on which is amazing and super fun but it yeah. also puts us 12 13 now minutes behind so um apologies for that but
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're, no, we're we're we can do. yeah
1: it's <laughs> yeah.
0: we we gonna be a condensed <laughs> show we're gonna have an awesome show today so this is gonna be fun yeah
1: yeah it'll be cool so for everybody who saw the show last week when it was just me, Matt, you should give an update on your, your munchkin and how well he's doing and how crazy he is.
0: Yes, he is a crazy uh, dog. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about um, selection and selecting a dog because I chose poorly in the lines of. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, yes, I chose poorly. So uh, what's it?
1: There's always a reason behind the shows. There's like the personal story or the whatever. And so we're trying to, we're talking about what we want to talk about. And Matt says, let's talk about breed selection because I chose poorly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, And if you want to know how we actually craft so many episodes of all these shows, It's usually what's going on right now in the present moment is when we select (laughs) our topics. So Leo last week, so I have a Catahoula and he can jump a fence. And Nikki and I have talked about you as Carolina dogs that are very good at jumping. And so Leo apparently being a Catahoula can just jump over a six foot fence. So he did. When he went to jump over the chain link fence down the road, he didn't make it. Mm. And so what happened was, is the chain link fence went into a part of his leg and it stuck him there and we felt terrible by the time my kids found him and a couple people showed up and untwangled the 16 gauge chain link fence out of his leg there was a piece still stuck in there and so i came upon my daughter and my son at the vet clinic with my daughter in back tears streaming down her face withholding leo with this piece of metal Leo just looked at me like, what's going on? This is barely a bad day. And so (laughs) he went into those moments. And so we took him to the vet. They sewed him up and ended up being about a six inch long gash Mm -hmm. down the inside of his leg. And it was about an inch wide. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like he really messed up his leg. It was all superficial. There was nothing wrong. They sewed him up. They put him back out. And so he's had the cone of shame on at home because I won't take it off him. I want him to feel shame for jumping the fence. But as I just found out, minutes before we started the show, Leo jumped the fence again. Now, gratefully and thankfully so, he is safe. He is back home. It's just, and so he was the dog running around my neighborhood which it looked like a yellow cast on his leg hobbling around but he's back in full force so yeah so (laughs) when we talk about breed selection somebody asked me last week after he went through this would I ever rescue another Catahoula and that answer is no I live in the suburbs of Colorado I don't live on a farm if I lived on a farm where I could let him off and let him go get sprayed by skunks and be a farm dog absolutely I would get a Catahoula and a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. living in the suburbs of Denver not so much
1: mm-hmm.
0: like it is a lot of work so definitely like what got you thinking about Carolina dogs like really did you do some research before you got your three Carolina dogs?
1: No, and I've had five. <laughs> so well,
0: you knew yeah. what you were getting into.
1: No, I had no idea. Not until I got them. And so, so <laughs> I didn't know they were hunters. Knew nothing about them. So my story—I'll make it as quick as I can. Um, my my two boys—we uh, got—we were no longer with us. Only only right here. Um, my husband and I decided one day. Well, I told him, he's "Like we're going on a field trip." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "We're going to go get a dog." And so we go to the SPCA, and because we had our 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 stipulations were, I want to rescue. He wants a German Shepherd. Okay, fine. Yep. So that's what we go look for. And it was at the time of Katrina. Um, so this was '05, mm-hmm. end of '05. And so there were so many dogs. And so we ha- there were two puppies at the entrance so that were like oh puppies and I told Lowry maybe we should get an adult dog and he said if you want me to bond I have to have puppies he just was not a dog guy he didn't really know dogs well right they look kind of like shepherds but we decided well we have to continue looking thank God literally so we were with his brother and a good friend of mine I'm already running long sorry I, I love the story <laughs> I can't help it tell it tell it <laughs> um they grabbed up, and I didn't even—I didn't know this—but they grabbed up the two puppy, puppies and took them to the little get-to-know-you room. So the two of them sat in there with the two puppies while we went all around, and looked at—I don't know—hundreds of dogs. Come back, they're in there, and we're like, "Cool, great, let's sit down." And so through this, no idea. They said that they were shepherd and lab mixes. No, collie, collie and lab mix. Okay, definitely not collie. They were short hair. I mean, no collie in there, but. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they look a little bit like they could have been shepherd. looked a little bit lab. And so I just said, I'm not choosing, Lowry. you have to choose. He has twin brothers. He's like, we can't separate them. And so off we go with two dogs. It wasn't until uh, we always thought the Sinji mix, what could they be? I don't know. They were probably eight years old. We moved up here. We went out to Ure and this guy says, do you know that you have American dingoes? He's like, what is that? Took us right. around back of the restaurant. because It was a restaurant and he had two dogs. that looked just like our dogs. It was oh the coolest God. thing. Never heard of him. And so right. I start researching him and looking and I, I look and I, you know, Google images, the American Dingo or the Carolina dog. Mm-hmm. It's my Chilean Orvis. I'm like, how does this happen? It was amazing. So all of that being said, these guys hunters, but Amazing. They were, they were literally our heart. I mean, they're just the coolest dogs. Everything about them yeah. was beautiful and perfect. Right. I miss them a ton. Right. Them. Isn't so that so? What awesome. happens then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what happened then is I got involved with the. It's an organization called Saving Carolina Dogs, mm-hmm. and um. I reached out I was like, are these Caroline dogs? And, yeah, look like Carolina dogs? To us? And so i I, I won't get in the history Caroline dog, but they're a new breed, but but they're an ancient breed. they're called pariah dogs. They're an ancient breed. Yep. um, and they're hunters. And so with all of this said, I decided that I, I've never been a breed person, but it's like I still will only get rescues. But I will support saving Carolina dogs and I will foster these dogs and I will help them heal from heartworm, which I've done both. And then I foster mm-hmm. fail. And so that's how all of this has come to be. And I'm a Carolina dog girl through, and through.
0: Awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you know,
0: really is you started to take a look at saying, okay, you set that moniker out there. I'm looking for a shepherd. I mean your husband wanted a shepherd. And you went and you did the puppy, you know, get in a room and really start to identify what kind of dog you want. And so, really, with it, is I think at some point too, you probably thought, can our house support a couple of dogs in it?
1: Yes. New yeah. dogs. Absolutely. And I think that our thought was because we were going for one and mm-hmm. came home with two we had a good yard but we knew that we would need to exercise and we lived across the street from a park so that okay. was really helpful because we what we ended up doing with them is we would go across the street and we'd throw the ball as far as we could for hours and hours and get them tons of exercise so we knew what we had the ability to do we also knew that in getting to, which is not something that we were going to but in getting to, they would they were they would keep each other company you know they yeah. would help each other not create the bad habits and and all of the things so we were very intentional with that piece of it we talked about it but we were still pretty new and sometimes you know we can talk all day long about being prepared with the dogs and that's we do the best and we do our research especially if right. we know a breed but when we're going for a rescue and we go and we get mutts which mutts are kind of the best anyway mine are definitely mutts they're yeah. not my, one of them might be full cool. um but you don't, we still don't really know what we're going to get. So we have yeah. to still be aware and be prepared. And if we don't know, make sure you're going to have the space. If you don't know what kind of dog it is, you got to know that you have to walk the dog, no matter what, you have to be able yeah. to play ball. You have to have space, unless you're getting, you know, it's a great Dane mix and they just are kind of, you know, those kind of dogs that just hang out. Um, but I think they still need exercise, even if they just hang out. So we got to do the, Absolutely, the very best that we can because then, if we don't, they're going to create the habits of jumping the fence and wanting to go chase the squirrels or the chickens, yep. like that and you know, other things. So it's not easy, but we have to still do our research and be as prepared as we possibly can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And something about like when we selected, we came from a dog that was ball crazy. I mean, little ops, not OCD ball crazy. And things were yeah. like, really. So the next dog we got, we looked at it and we're like, well, I'm not really as concerned about having a ball and having him chase the ball. But I didn't realize how important that was. Right. Because yeah. Leo does not retrieve. He's like, mm-hmm. he looks at you and he's like, whoa, what did you want me to do with this? It's not yeah. That's
1: not a squirrel. So,
0: yeah, it'll make it run. I'll catch it. And so really being a hunting breed and being that lean long, I mean, he looks like a a large pointer. And so being that large pointing breed is, I didn't take into account what it was gonna take for exercise or how much in where his motivations were. And Mm -hmm. a little bit of research, back research on this breed, I would have found out they can climb trees they are meant to hunt wild boar. They are like very independent, stubborn, Mm herding mentality. And so their drive is to be out and sniffing. and it's a hound. Mm -hmm. So really along that. So I just had a conversation with somebody last week who's looking to get another dog and they are in debate on whether or not they get a Jack Russell. And so when you look at Jack Russell's, they're really cute, but they uh, call Jack Russell terrorists
1: because uh, yeah.
0: they are, wow, you talk about energy inside of an animal that's always on the move. That would be a terrier style breed. Yeah. If yeah. you are at home and if you're in an apartment, a crazy breed, you mentioned Great Danes. Great Danes really only need about a mile a walk. Yeah. A day, like they, they, even though they're gigantic, they are not extremely active, energetic dogs. Yeah. And they've they're been, mild. you know, we've talked to a lot of people that have them in their apartments because mm-hmm. of their calm demeanor. Yeah. And so really looking at a dog is you're looking at, can I feed them what I want to feed them? Can I feed them raw? Can I yeah. feed them? That's can the I key. afford them? Do I have mm-hmm. the, you know, the space to, for a, a dog like that? And so that's now like when I go into, you know, it's going to be, Leo's going to be with us for another 10 years, possibly longer. But when we go looking at another breed, you know, do you get a border collie that has a lot of hair, but extremely intelligent, which means you're going to have to keep them active.
1: They have to move.
0: Yeah. You have to give them a job. They, yeah,
1: they have to have a job, give them a backpack, you know, mm-hmm. all of the things we have backpacks for, for the girls. And I mm-hmm. would say, you know, something that I didn't hit on, um, which, which is one of the things that I think I love about most Carolina dogs. It's not like this across the board, but the ones that we've had to date, um, one was a little crazy early on, but she was, we didn't, we hadn't, we didn't know her history. She might've been wild for her entire life until she was caught. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, she had no manners, no nothing. And she was almost a year when we got her. But they're all so far. They have their their activity levels. They want to move. They want to run. They want to chase. But they're also really mild mannered. They want to love. Um, they want to love who they want to love. They want. To, they don't want to love everybody. <laughs> they. They and they. You know, they're not like early risers. They're mellow in all the right ways. But yeah. you know, can get out there and be the crazy. And they're really fun to take to the mountains. You can take mm-hmm. them running. Do all of these things, um, and they're great about that. But. I mean, they had. They certainly have their because they're such intense hunters, like the Catahoula. um, You know, you have to watch that. And some, Mm -hmm. you know, some Carolinas are they. You know, they. You just can't get that out of them. They they can be a real, real problem. Mm -hmm. But I've been really fortunate, or really blessed, I think, because they've been. They have their pain points, my pain points, but they're they've been really, good, super mellow, cool chicks and dudes and this is
0: before you ever pick your next dog talk to somebody who has one they'll be yep. honest and if, they, if they're not honest with you they're i i would debate if they're your friend like at some point this yeah. is all the parts of everything that goes into it like we wanted a sheep dog and then we talked to somebody yeah. that had a sheep they're like don't they're like there are a lot of work they can become a little aggressive and we're like Oh, we would have never known because every sheepdog you see is just super sweet. So I know you have a short day today, Nikki. So next week during the show, I will when I'm at home, I want to I would yeah. love to show you some of the games I do for Leo.
1: Yeah, I would love to see that. I'm so curious about how how you do that. And I want to do it for the girls too. I think that that's really cool.
0: Oh yeah. It's just so. a game. And I the problem is I keep having to make it harder. Because he's he now figured out how to untie shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry if i like distracted. I have stuff going on over in the... In the you're still, still at home. Still at home. I'm sorry.
0: You haven't completely <laughs> left yet. Um, so oh, man. Nikki, what's the best way somebody can get a hold of you?
1: Call me. No. Um, yeah. So go. Uh, go to my website, nutrition.com. Um Facebook, Taste Life Nutrition, Twitter or Instagram is all Taste Like Nut. Kind of silly, yep. but it's that is it's all it fit. <laughs> um and then yeah, so the radio show. Uh we I do taste life radio. Um just did that this morning. That's always a good way to kind of jump in and have some fun conversations. You and I have done Taste Life Radio, so that's good stuff. We'll do another one here again soon. Looking um, forward to yeah, yeah. And then of course. Our real raw health, which
0: is so fun. And mm-hmm. how about you? Uh, you can get a hold of me at parsleypet.com. And uh, we regularly hold nutrition classes and actually just got done with a nutrition class right before I came on with this one. And it's one of those things that we look at the basis of our company as education. So the more we can educate you around raw feeding, this is why I love doing this show, Real Raw Health, is because we get to actually help educate individuals as they go in their pursuit of getting a dog. And they go into yeah. their pursuit of how do I keep my dog healthy so I'm not in the vet all the time. What should I be doing? Should I be doing amount of vaccines? Should I be doing all of these mm-hmm. other little pieces? And yeah. how do I feed them right? And so that's the beautiful part about this. I love all this stuff. So definitely you can follow us on Instagram um, and you can follow us and Instagram is Parsley Pet Wellness. And you can follow us on Facebook, just Parsley Pet. And we are regularly putting shows on like this and we are regularly putting out posts that are educating. So definitely take the time, follow us. We'd love to have you be a part of our family. So thank you, Nikki, for doing the show today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Matt. As always, and we'll look forward to a a fun, crazy um, experience next week. I'm looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna put me to my paces. I'm gonna have to put a bunch of games together and uh, share my classic ones. I always do.
1: Yeah, I love it. It'll be great. You rock. All right. Thanks, Matt. We'll see you soon.
0: <laughs> Thanks. We'll see you soon.